Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark, Mark Walters. Walters. And here we go, round two. Very chilly at the ranch. So let me take another sip of ice-cold, sparkling pink grapefruit. Mm. It's so yummy. Six-hour studios, crossbreed holsters, Mike. X Insurance presenting every moment of the broadcast. Had a nice little conversation with CEO of X Insurance this morning. Greg in Dallas, Texas. How you doing, my brother, from another mama? Uh, Not too bad. You ready to Google some gun control today and also talk about... Uh, that uh, paramilitary nonsense bill. We'll go there briefly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, no, okay. You know. Cue the end music. Bye, everybody. We'll right, see bye. You see you. Okay. Hey, Greg. No, it's, I got to stop him because he'll want to go. <laughs> he'll want to leave. I want to get home. It's cold. Greg, would you tell people, please, where to watch the show and where to participate in the show? That would be awesome if you would do that. Uh, sure. If you'd like to uh, watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you're going to see the menu icon. Just give that a click, and when you do, you'll see the Watch Live option pop open, as well as... i got some stuff happening over here on my phone that's making a bunch of noise. As, w- <laughs> as well as... the I-, I heard this noise in the background. I'm like, what's going on? It turns out a video that they posted in the chat started playing for some reason. Uh, if you'd like to watch the show, head on over there. If you'd like to uh, listen live, you've got that link as well as the podcast link. Now, if you'd like to join the chat and see the video that for some reason started playing in my chat, head on over to your app store. Grab the uh, Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. That was wild. That's because I tricked you. That's because when my kids were little, they used to say, are you tricking me? That was my video that started playing when I looked at it. No, this is uh, one that... Because uh, that would be too coincidental that I started playing it. No, this is uh, uh, Barbara's video. She posted uh, some hot car that's got some idiot sitting in front of yeah, it on the, the road. Yeah, that's the one I was playing it, with the little echo terrorist, and the guy backs up and puts the mufflers up next to him, the exhaust pipes and revs the engines. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was playing. So I, th- I find it kind of interesting and odd that the two of us would play that at the exact same moment. But I hit that and it was playing. I'm going, oh, I better cut that out because I hear it. Yeah, it was probably it was, I think fun it was to look things. at. Yeah, Barbara, thanks for putting that in the chat. We appreciate it. It's fun stuff. The reminder, self, note to self: don't play videos with sound while on a live mic. You never know what's out there. Yeah, I have Sometimes the ringer the chat off. Chat gets a little dicey, right? I have the ringer off because I get a lot of emails during the show and stuff like that. But uh, I did not have volume down, so. Hey, wasn't Phil? Phil's a great interview. Yeah, good, good guest. He is more plugged in than anyone I've ever met when it comes to lobbying for gun rights. He really, truly is. As I mentioned before, I think the only other person that I'm aware of that might be as adept at that as him is Jim Irvine. But Jim is no longer with Buckeye Firearms, where he was doing all his lobbying. 
And when you consider the fact that these guys have real jobs and actually work and they find the time to do this stuff, wow. Yeah. I mean, you talk about dedication and commitment. Those guys are the real deal, ladies and gentlemen. They truly are. I better turn this heater off over here. I can hear it. It's not that. too bad. Yeah, it's in my ear, and I don't like it. And Plus, I have a sweatshirt on. It's getting a little bit hot. So, Greg, what's the bill that you asked about earlier that we want to chat about? Oh, yeah. Let me get over to that. That is going to be introduced by Ed Markey and Jamie Raskin, uh, two weak Democrats, from uh, uh, one from Maryland and one from Massachusetts. Uh, it's going to be H.R. 6981. Huh? Yeah, they're Democrats. Mm, imagine that. Shocking. Text has not been received for H.R. 6981. I'm at uh, Congress.gov. Uh, to amend Title 18 United States Code to prohibit unauthorized private paramilitary activity and for other purposes. Training is involved in this bill. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, didn't they go now, through- we, we talked about it a few months ago, but then it kind of went away. And what did you say? It's back now. It reared its head. It's been reintroduced. What? Yeah, it looks like it's 10th? been reintroduced. But it wasn't there an instance where a guy up in what, New Hampshire or Vermont that was uh, charged uh, with paramilitary training out there and they ended up shutting down his ranch or something? Yeah, we covered that. They went after him hardcore. You, you have a ranch? Yeah, they took his ranch or something from him. He had a ranch. He had a ranch. And I, I, yeah, I, we've covered too much. I remember the story. We and talk see, about a lot of things. We didn't, yeah, we didn't do this live. You know, this, we're doing this live right now. We didn't talk about this before the show. It popped up during a break in the last hour. And when we pull up the actual bill, which is really the only text I want to give to you, I don't really care what the AP has to say about it. Yeah. Or Fox News or CNN or anybody else. That's all just a bunch of opinion hogwash. It's not news. But. The text of that bill is not yet up. So I don't know if there's been any amendments to it or not, any changes to it. I think sometimes they just introduce these to because uh, Raskin has a ton of bills that have been introduced, but they, they've they gone nowhere. And I think sometimes these bills are introduced to create the theater of uh, of, of, of something See like what this I'm happening. Doing? Yeah, to this. Aren't you hey, glad I'm here? Aren't they, you glad you've. Well, not me? necessarily that they uh, they introduce these bills to to as kind of a facade to look like they're going after something when that bill could just die on a table somewhere. It'll never get anywhere further than introduction. And it's like, well, hey, we're introducing this bill and we're going to take away your militia rights because that's essentially what this is, is to eliminate any kind of militia training, uh, any kind of militia gathering, uh, planning, talking, or anything of that sort. They don't want you uh, conspiring against them, but they're going to sit up there and conspire against us every day. Well, something more important than that right now is Suzanne Summers' widower Okay, is saying that, quote-unquote, strange things are occurring at their home since she died. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Should we call Andy Hoosier? He's working right now. We can't have him in. He would probably tell us that's because she's there. She yeah. came in on a UFO. Yeah, and, and on high vibrational <laughs> uh, whatever. She rode the tuning fork, you know? Yeah. Back into the house. Oh. Yeah, I just saw that because we're getting... How did I see that? Well, we're getting ready to uh, Google gun control. It's not fair to roast Andy when he's not here either. No, but there is an old adage. If you're not here, we're going to talk about you. Well. Sometimes there's that. Uh, let's see. Um, let's take a look at Host Defense Network's refusal to air... I'm reading some Fox News headlines because it's fun to do. Host Defense Network's refusal to air Trump's Iowa victory speech because of all the lies. 
and that would be uh, what's her face over there that looks like a dude. I don't even watch him anymore. What's her name over there? Uh, uh, over at MS, Fox and Friends, DNC, no, oh, um, MSDNC. Oh, the married couple. Uh, is that Morning Joe? No, no, not Morning Joe. Not Scarborough. Oh, the woman. She's got the highest rated program over there. What's oh, her name? Reed. No, or, not Julie Reed either. Rachel um, Maddow. Maddow. Rachel Maddow. Yeah, oh, that dude? Maddow's uh, Rachel Maddow defends the Emma, that <laughs> defend, Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Defends MSNBC's refusal to air Trump's Iowa victory speech, not out of spite. Did really, you, it's not out of spite. Are you kidding me? Did you have? I just won Iowa, and it's not out of spite. Go there, Greg. Did go you there, happen to notice go. that they put DeSantis came in second, and then they showed uh, Haley in third, and they didn't even mention the first place winner. They didn't even mention Trump. They will not even say his name outside of the former president, the former occupant, the former, the former. They, they will never, they don't even want to admit so, that he smoked everybody in Iowa yesterday. Yeah, so let's go back to, look at this. She claimed it was not out of spite. Uh-huh. What was it out of then? Uh-huh. They forgot? Or they didn't seem... That a record, they didn't seem to think that what was it negative forty degrees there? Yeah, no. they should have done it just for that. But he did. He smoked them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a record number. I, you know, I think everybody's in agreement that Iowa pretty much signifies Trump's going to walk away with this. Yeah. And MSNBC's refusal to air Trump's Iowa victory speech was not. Out of spite. I did and she hear. said it was not an easy decision. Give me a break. It's MSDNC. It was a real easy decision. I did hear somebody say that uh, <laughs> God, typically the winner of the Iowa caucus is not who normally gets nominated. Shut up. Yeah, except in this case. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. No spite. <laughs> uh, you can't make this stuff up, man. And there are there are thousands of people that watch thousands. Notice I said thousands, not millions, <laughs> that watch this stuff that actually think they're getting news. Yeah, they absolutely do because I argue with them online all the time. Well, I try not to. And but. The, yeah, I stay away from that. That's not healthy. Yeah, but they're out there, and they actually they they believe. You know, well, they don't even know. Some of them probably woke up today. If that's all they were watching was MSDNC, they probably saw a little crawler that Trump won, and that was about it. They don't know anything else. It is remarkable the affairs we're in, ladies and gentlemen. It really, truly is remarkable. When we come back, we're going to Google gun control, and I'm going to hold off on doing that, and you'll hear me typing it in. I don't want to get a heads up on this. I want to see what's out there. My guess is with legislative sessions picking up, we might likely see some, some, uh, some headlines about what's happening in individual states. I could be wrong, but at this time of year, that generally happens. Individual states now, legislative sessions beginning. You look up gun control in different formats or forums or however you want to phrase it, and you tend to get some of what's happening at the local level, and that's a good thing. We'll talk about what we find when we Google the words gun control live in the next segment. Don't go away. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. And welcome back. Welcome back. We'll hit that button, right? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the six-hour studios here. The technical difficulties continue. Yeah. 
well, I've been playing a lot of guitar and my fingertips are all calloused. I didn't, you know, I thought I hit the mute button and I didn't. I wasn't sure, you know. <laughs> so, hey, I had to uh, I had to get a crown put in today. Yay. I'm done with the dentist. Nice. Yeah, for a long time. Well, you know, cleanings and stuff like Until that. Until the next issue. Yeah, and it was it was fun because um, I was a guest on Bill Frady's radio show this morning in South Carolina. Not his lock and load, but his local radio show. All right. And he wanted me on at 11. I had a dentist appointment at 11, 10 a.m. So I was sitting in the parking lot mm. doing the radio show, and they saw my carpool, and it's a very distinct car. So they knew I was there. You think? Yeah, well, until next Monday when the rap is coming. But, yeah, they saw me pull in. So I was able to knock out the radio show, go in, get a crown put on, and be out in about 10 minutes. No Novocaine, none of that stuff. And uh, here we are. So we're happy about that. All right. Welcome back, guys. Crossbreed holsters, Mike fired up. I'm carrying in a crossbreed right now. What kind of gun am I carrying in a crossbreed right now? Care to guess, Greg? Um... I, I'm thinking SIG. Something SIG. No, no, no. no. I'm, car I'm carrying a car, CM9. Oh, okay. Love my cars. Trigger action on those guns are great. But I did wake up this morning and snort a North American arms before I had my coffee. That was a text I got from somebody <laughs> the other day. <laughs> what a great response that was. That was outstanding. So let's do this. Let's Google gun control. What do you say? We'll do that together. All right. Let's see what we get here. Gun N C O N T R O L. Let's Google that and see what we get. Oh, number one story, AP News. Annual Virginia Lobby Day features gun-related rallies and an unusual move on skill games. We talked about that with Phil. Lobby Day brings out hundreds debating gun control efforts. Gun rights supporters rally in Richmond. We cannot compromise. Well, Virginia made some news on that, didn't it? Washington legislature, gun permits, gun-free zones, and other bills to watch. Now, I did get some information from Alan Gottlieb on a text message about that. Let's look through some of these headlines and see what jumps out at us. Uh, PA, House Judiciary Committee set to vote on gun control. That's from Gun Owners of America. Detroit News, will Michigan gun storage laws prevent accident, accidental shootings among kids? Now, I know the answer to that. Let's go there. This is from the Detroit News. Detroit News has been around a long time. They've been serving Michigan since 1873. So you'd think that they would know better about certain things, right, Greg? Been around since 1873, so that's a while. Yeah, it's a couple years. Yeah, that's uh, since before the gunfight at the OK Corral. Children in Michigan continue to die every year in shootings with unsecured guns, including at least four in Michigan in 2023. But gun violence experts, gun violence experts, mm. yeah. First sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always is. Said the state's soon-to-take-effect firearm storage requirements might reduce the number based on the experience of other states. Detroit Police Chief James White, it's completely ridiculous, irresponsible, stupid, and unnecessary, meaning young kids' deaths from guns. And I agree with that statement. I'm sick and tired of it. We have a new baby now dead weeks before Christmas. I've been here how many times saying this? It's completely unacceptable. So does that mean that a new law passed will change stupidity? Let's let's take it in that direction. They because they so. are preventable. Is that what he, you think he means? That if we make a new law, it's preventable. Because that stupid parent that does something stupid is going to say, oh, there's a new law. Let me correct my stupid behavior. 
That seems Am to be I phrasing that. See, that's the way I have no I have no other choice but to phrase it that way. Because that's what these people must believe to think. Saying it's unacceptable, saying it's stupid and unnecessary, it's ridiculous, meaning young children's deaths, that's a true statement. But to to think that a new law will change that, there is no other way to phrase that. Greg, go ahead. You know, these people are always in favor of more laws on the books uh, and so that they can use them, uh, you know, in in response to something decades in the future. Yeah. And is that that where you're going? We we did something? Well, kind of to say that they've got something there and then for to hopefully they think prevent a future something. And it it does neither, because as we often say on this show, uh, the criminals are, are definitely out there getting their background checks and they're definitely making sure that they've got their permits and they're definitely making sure that it's uh, a gun zone where they can carry before they do any kind of criminaling uh, out there in the world. Yeah, every criminal I know follows the law. Well, you may know, know some and don't know. <laughs> There's that. Can't disprove that. I mean, I, I could and not know, right? I mean, if you go around um, running background checks on all your neighbors and all everyone you come in contact with, if you're one of them people. Right, let's go a little deeper here, because this is referencing a package of bills that were approved last year by what? The Democrats, the Democrat-controlled legislature, set to go into effect February 13th. And it will require, quoting, people with a minor in their home or those who know reasonably a minor will come into their home to store their firearms safely. The guns must be unloaded and locked with a trigger-locking mechanism or stored in a locked storage container. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to do anything. It's going to do nothing. If there's one less death, it will be coincidental, and then next year there will be two more. There is no law. No one, you've got to think it in these terms. Are there tragic acts? Yeah, sometimes there are tragic accidents. But isn't there a law already in place, Greg, that a parent will already be held accountable for negligence should that happen? Yeah, I think that's on the books in all 50 states. Now, if you're a gun owner, take this to the bank. If you have young kids in the house and you have guns laying around, you're a damn fool. Period. Store your guns properly and safely. Nobody more than the firearms industry wants you to do that. The NSSF, NRA, every local states' rights organization I know of begs responsible gun ownership. Begs it. Well, maybe if we just make a new law, people will get the message. Passed last spring, by the way. Michigan is set to become one of 26 states, along with Washington, D.C., that pass child access or secure storage laws, according to the nonprofit. Who? Every town for gun safety. Now, remember, as we close this out, Phil Van Cleve made it clear that was a Democrat in Virginia that sponsored a bill that gives you a tax break if you buy a safe. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the public service announcement. If you have guns in the home and you have kids, securely store your firearms it's very simple to do the products are out there there's biometric safes that you can get into the gun you can get to the gun instantly if you need it 
and it keeps your child or someone else's child away from the gun. You don't need a government law threatening you to be smart because it isn't going to work. Stupid people don't pay attention to the law. Unbelievable. But I guess it makes certain people feel good that it's a law. We'll be right back. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Two more segments in the second hour of the program. We've Googled the words gun control here in the six-hour studios. Crossbreed Mike, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom. All of it's brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Cold outside. It's probably cold where you are, too, unless you're down in Florida. Even so, it's still a little bit chilly down there, too. I, I Man, I have to say, as I came in last night, my son was watching the Bucks game. And, you know, hometown stadium, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was like 70 degrees at kickoff. And I thought, I miss home. <laughs> I missed home. Because I was building a fire, cutting-edge firewood, by the way, but nonetheless, I was building a fire. And that was really kind of... You know, there were other reasons. It wasn't just ambiance. <laughs> they warmed up the house, you know. But nonetheless, it's cold, ladies and gentlemen. And here's the kicker. It is wintertime. Shocking. Yeah, they are so paranoid in and around the metro Atlanta area today. They had schools closed today Ugh. because it because it was going to get super cold. And it might. It might rain in certain areas. And that might freeze. None of that happened. And schools were out all day today. Uh, it, and what they're going to do is... It, it's, it's just the paranoia that we live in. And I, I lived in Michigan when I was a kid. I, and I, I kid you not, you're not going to hear this from me that I walked uphill to school both ways in the snow. Okay, that, that's not true. I cut through the woods and had a great time. But I remember walking through eight, seven, eight, nine inches of snow still coming down, going to school. Clegg Middle School in Ann Arbor. And it was right at the corner of Nixon and Blewett. Nixon Blewett was kind of funny. Back in the day, because Nixon was president at that time. But yeah, we've become such wimps that we're afraid of rain. We're like little puppy dogs. We're scared of rain. Oh, no. I mean, my daughter, bless her heart, she's 21 years old. She's got a real job doing the commute every day, Greg. Mm. And, you know, I had to remind her, no, you don't have a snow day today, honey. <laughs> Being Adulting is tough. Oh, she would get your butt to work. She would have loved driving into work yesterday while she was here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, like I did with two inches of snow on the ground. You mean you didn't get a snow day? I did not get a snow day. I was bundled up. We gave you part of a snow day together. We decided to let you go home a little bit early. But let let me go back to the Detroit news piece here. As I was perusing through some of this, I thought I was going to be done with this. But once we got to the Every Town for Gun Safety. You knew there was more. Yeah, I figured there would be a little bit more because, well, that's generally what happens. Uh, But gun violence experts said Michigan residents need to be made aware of the law and educated about it to ensure the new law is effective. Uh We often assume Rebecca Sokol, behavioral scientist at UM, University of Michigan School of Social Work, guarantees she's liberal. You think? Title like that? Yeah, got to be. We often assume that these safe storage laws encourage adults to store their firearms locked and unloaded. Really? Who assumes that? 
I don't assume that. Because my assumption is that responsible gun owners who, who have proven themselves to be responsible over many, many, many decades already do that. That a new law isn't going to change anything. That maybe we need a new murder law. You see what I mean? But these laws' life-saving potential can only be realized if firearms owners know about them and public officials enforce them. So if you weren't storing your gun safely on Monday, will you Tuesday because there's a new law? That's a legitimate question. The penalties become more severe. Here it is. Under the safe storage law, if a minor obtains a gun and its owner is found to have not complied with the law, the owner could face a misdemeanor charge of up to 93 days in jail, a $500 fine or both. The penalties become more severe based on how the firearm is used. If the minor injures someone with an illegally stored firearm, the penalty increases to felony, punishable by up to five years in prison, $5,000 fine or both. And then they go on. Lawmakers passed other gun control legislation in Michigan later uh, or last year as well, including a red flag law and laws requiring criminal background check and registration for all firearm purchases, which I can tell you now will do absolutely nothing to the crime rates in Michigan. Greg, you want to jump in on that? Uh, it's it's more do nothing. They, you know, the, everything that they do does nothing in, in to, uh, to create the result they want. The truth about mass shootings, real clear policy. This one's too good to pass up because it's written by John Lott. And I won't spend a lot of time on this one only because John is on the show regularly to talk about these things. But it's good to see yet again another op-ed that John Lott writes, get out there. Because John explains the numbers that he explained with us and for us on the show uh, pretty much week after week after week. Cardinal News. Both parties want new gun laws, just different ones. This is from Cardinal News, serving Southwest and Southside Virginia. Boy, Virginia all up in the news this week with that lobby day, wasn't it? See, this goes back into what Phil Van Cleve was talking about, and this is a complacency issue here, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you were paying attention if you were listening in the first hour. The whole I have a gun thing. I don't have to get out there and brave the cold. I'm not going to go to the rally. And let's face it, most people don't. I'm guilty. But that's because I'm doing this every day. It's kind of hard to be at that rally. When time permits, I go. We stand against any anti-gun laws that they are trying to do, these Democrats, Michael Hazelwood said. I'm here to show these gun grabbers that we aren't going to stand for it. We are here for the Second Amendment, gun rights, and freedom. That was from Michael Hazelwood. Hazelwood's cousin, Justin, added that he doesn't trust Governor Glenn Youngkin, who has vowed to use his veto power to reject any additional restrictions on gun rights in the Commonwealth. You don't know what Youngkin is going to do. A lot of politicians say they're going to do something, and then they don't, or they will say they won't do something, and then they do. To be a politician, you have to be a crook. Well, Greg, I mean, those statements speak for themselves. You probably echo that as well. I feel the same way for the most part. But like Phil Van Cleef said, president of Virginia Citizens Defense League, I'm not going to put my faith. What did he say? He doesn't want to put all his eggs in one basket? Yeah. 
and rely solely on the governor, that's a big mistake. And I'll tell you why. Because governors are going to fall prey to political expediency when it fits them to do so. Greg, I don't care who they are. They'll compromise something. Well, you have a senator in Texas. What's his name? Cornyn? Yep. Yeah, now Alan Gottlieb will tell you that Cornyn has voted with us on gun rights every single time. Same time, Cornyn worked with Blumenthal and Murphy in Connecticut to give us the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, didn't he? He did, and he votes with us every time except for when he doesn't. Say that again. I like that. He votes for us every votes with us every single time except for when he doesn't. And that's when he's authoring bills. Well, this cardinal news, uh, this, and, you know, there is a comfort factor in Virginia with him there. The lieutenant governor in Virginia is very strong gun rights supporter. Honestly, betting man in me, I don't think Youngkin's going to sign any gun bills. But like Van Cleve, I don't want to put my trust in that. Cardinal News says, despite the unlikeliness of additional legislation getting signed into law, Democrats sent more than a dozen gun control proposals to Youngkin's desk that would prohibit the sales of large capacity magazines in Virginia, raise the age to purchase assault weapons at 21, make it more difficult for people who shouldn't have a gun to get access, among several other measures. It's already illegal to have a gun if you're not supposed to have a gun anyway. So I don't know the nuance of that. Uh, Democrat newly elected vowed to pass an assault weapons ban during the 2024 session. Now, let me say this. I I don't think that's going to pass in Virginia either. Only because of the politics and the one Democrat majority in both sides of the House and Senate in Virginia. I don't think that's going to happen. Too many Democrats in southwest rural areas that are likely not going to fall for that. But I could be wrong. We'll be back. One more segment. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. show. Back to the show, indeed. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen. Six Hour Studio, Crossbreed Holsters Mike. Carrying a car firearms on my hip today. X-Insurance presenting all of it. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. Make sure to check out Heaven's Harvest. And if you want some great firewood... Show them some love, man. They're supporting gun rights. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. Had a big roaring fire going at the ranch last night. No doubt we'll have another one today because it's chilly. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. They got you covered. The best firewood out there ever. Artisan stuff, to be honest with you. It is wonderful stuff. Lights with one match. It truly does. Be the envy of your neighbors that are stuffing cardboard and all kinds of crap to get their fires built because they're using that big box nasty stuff. Cutting Edge Firewood will make you look like a champ. In your hood, especially if you're smoking great food in the hood with some of their cooking sticks. It's wonderful stuff. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. Don't forget your goat guns. Don't forget your Heaven's Harvest. These people support the Second Amendment. Support them back. And make sure to check out all the manufacturers. And don't forget to support Mike Lindell and MyPillow for supporting the right to bear arms on this show for about a decade. Greg, let's go back to 
some well before i go to gun control i have to go to this piece that i pulled up and i, I sent this to myself as an alert right but did you you saw, see greg the fbi post fox had this piece out fbi's post honoring mlk flagged by x with fact checking mm-hmm. <laughs> oh this is such a great story and you got to wonder who at the fbi sets himself up for this stuff they're public affairs the, people Oh, man, they're just boneheads. They just don't know enough about the history of the organization and what they did to MLK. It's probably somebody that's a millennial uh, uh, that just that has been working there in their in their digital media section where, um, like KJP, got caught tweeting for Biden uh, recently. And uh, she was tweeting as if she was tweeting from his or his ex account. And uh, everybody has been sharing that lately as well. So it's probably just somebody that's really young. Thought it was cool to get a job in the you know the media relations department of the FBI. Somebody's got to check them, dude. Yeah. Somebody's got to start. It's like you know, it was bad editors, man. From the FBI's official Twitter feed, this MLK Day, the FBI honors one of the most prominent leaders of the civil rights movement, and reaffirms its commitment <laughs> to Dr. King's legacy of fairness and equal justice for all, except <laughs> for the fact. Okay, I had to pull off the mic on that. This stuff bring angry Mark out because there's a big except for the fact. And the fact check mentions it. I'll quote it. The, but I'll put, except for the fact, in front of it. Mm-hmm. The FBI engaged in surveillance of King, attempted to discredit him, and used manipulation tactics to influence him to stop organizing. King's family believed the FBI was responsible for his death. Yep. If not, if not them, the CIA. Yeah, well, the FBI responded to that. Of course they did. They probably denied no, they didn't. That's what makes it even better. They couldn't deny it I'm because it's X. out there, right? Yeah. Here's the here's a response from the FBI. The FBI has long acknowledged the abuses of power that took place under Director J. Edgar Hoover and the deplorable actions taken against Dr. King and others involved in the civil rights movement. Only to be followed up by Christopher Wray. Yeah, they continued. Today, the FBI honors Dr. King's life and legacy and uses those lessons from our past to reaffirm our commitment to equal justice, fairness, and diversity. Uh huh. Oh, God, it's a progressive response from everything. Here's a better idea for you from an optics standpoint. Don't put a tweet out like that to begin with. The FBI went after him. Well, that was then, not now. We've changed our tune. Mm-mm. Just like the FBI and the rest of the intelligence community going after. Uh-huh. What do you think would be happening if Martin Luther King were alive today? Think the FBI'd be in there somewhere? Yeah. Likely. Mm-hmm. FBI kinds to tends to put people in big crowds, don't they, Greg? Yep. Think if MLK had a speech somewhere on the mall? That the FBI wouldn't be in there? Oh, they were in there. They were there back then. They were there back then. And the only reason they responded to Fox News Digital is because they didn't have a choice. If they stayed silent, it would have looked even worse. Oh, man. Can't make this stuff up. Cannot make it up. Columbus, Ohio. I briefly mentioned Columbus yesterday, I think. this These kind of stories fascinate me. Let me cut that there. Some automatic audio running. Columbus wants Ohio Supreme Court to hear a case over local gun laws. Now, I liken what's going on in Columbus to Grisham in New Mexico. Why? Because Ohio has very strong, very firm state preemption laws that very clearly state 
uh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Only we can do that. You can't do that. And what does the city do? Just like the Democrats do everywhere. They just ignore it. Well, we want to do it. Well, you can't do it. Well, we want to do it. We want to do it so bad, we're going to ask the Ohio State Supreme Court if they'll let us do it. And what is it that they want? They want to violate state law. The city of Columbus is actually asking the Ohio State Supreme Court to decide whether cities can create and enforce local gun laws, which is a violation of state preemption law. Columbus City Attorney Zach Klein is the one that announced on Friday, just a few days ago, that his, quote, office is appealing the 5th District Court of Appeals decision on a preliminary injunction and asking the Republic-controlled Ohio State Supreme Court to hear the city's case. And here's their reasoning. Because laws be damned. Just make it up as we go. This is why I liken this to Grisham. It's the same mentality. Our city, like many others across the state, is besieged with a devastating gun problem. No, it's besieged with crime because of your failed suck policy. Residents demand safer neighborhoods to live in and raise their kids. But time and again, the state rescinds our common sense gun safety measures. The ability to enact and enforce these measures is long past due. Greg, what they need to do is start enforcing the law and putting dirt bags behind bars where they belong. Start funding and refunding the police instead of passing new gun control to say you did something when it's your policies that are causing the problem. Here's why. Because both the Ohio State Legislature, not both, the Ohio State Legislature has already passed and signed into law a preemption law prohibiting local municipalities like Columbus, which is what they are, from passing their own laws restricting guns. And what happened? Courts have agreed with those arguments from gun rights groups that allowing individual municipalities to do so would create a myriad of differing gun laws for gun owners to follow from one jurisdiction to, uh, jurisdiction to the next. Any thoughts, Greg, on what the Ohio State Supreme Court is going to do? Uh, it's going to get smacked down. <laughs> Just like that. Here's a rolled-up copy of the Constitution. Uh, yeah, no, we don't think so. You want to deal with it? Get it passed in the legislature. It's not going to happen. Moral of the story, the Dims don't care. This is a little micro version of a post-Bruin temper tantrum by governors, blue state governors across the country, who also, because they're Democrats, don't care about the law. Talk about a threat to democracy. That's going to be their big, their big rally cry throughout now and the rest of November until November for the rest of the year. It's all a threat to democracy. But violating state law and seeking to violate state law isn't. Insufferable, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get up and do it again tomorrow because they don't want us to. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Thanks for being here. You've just 
Fill your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. (laughs) 